What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I'm your host and captain and dad, Garrett Morlang. And here in the virtual studio is the one, the only, J.J. Purdom. Is happening today, Garrett and Super Gamer Boy fans. It's good to be here in the virtual studio. Good to have you. Good to have you. It's been a little bit. Um, we took uh, three weeks off <laughs> since the last episode uh, because basically we were like, oh, we can do two weeks. That's fine. Um, I guess we took two weeks off, not three weeks. It was three weeks in between episodes. We're like, ah, we'll be back New Year's. And then uh, we were both like very, very busy with family stuff. So we're like, we're taking the extra week. And I ended up streaming that week. So that was fun being able to interact with everyone. But uh, uh, other than that, I feel like I didn't get to talk to you much about your holidays. Uh, how were they? It was awesome. We had uh, we hosted Christmas, so we had people come to the house for Christmas. And uh, you are with having people come to your home, and you are the hosting family. You know, having people come into the house, family, friends, and whatnot. Uh, we didn't have, like, too many other family members it was only one other family mm -hmm. that came into the house because we wanted to abide by the covid rules so here's the deal i hid so much stuff in the closets that i'm pretty <laughs> sure i put one of the kids away and haven't found her since um <laughs> you know what whatever it is what it is sometimes when you're you're cleaning house you want to try to make things look really great on the surface you know, and it's the stuff that you don't see. That's the stuff you got to be really concerned about. Don't pull the do closet doors open when you go to somebody's house for Christmas or Thanksgiving. Yeah, First of all, rude. it's just rude. It's just rude. You know, <laughs> no, no white glove test, you know, no moving the stove forward to see if it's been cleaned back there. Or if that roaches. It hasn't. Dude, that happens all the time. I, uh, I, I just did that to somebody today where um, I said, would you mind if I pull the stove forward and we can kind of take a look back there? And the guy's face dropped dramatically. And I knew it was because he was concerned at what I was going to see behind the stove. <laughs> and uh, I said, like, hey, man, don't worry about it. You have no idea when you are trying desperately to not show any emotion on your face and somebody's staring at you as you're looking at what looks like a dead kitten behind their stove. And you're just trying to keep your face as bland as possible, like something you see every day yeah Complete, eh, completely normal completely normal <laughs> yeah i i legitimately did that recently and there was a dead mouse on a glue board that had been there for weeks and weeks and weeks and i <laughs> i pulled the stove forward and the lady was there and i said hey did you know you have a a dead mouse on a glue board behind your stove back here and she <laughs> legitimately came over and looked at it and went oh man those kids are so nasty man the stupid kids they don't do nothing it was, it was fantastic that you're blaming your small children on the fact that you have a mouse on a trap that you obviously have not pulled this thing forward. Uh, there is death and destruction and grease like you can't believe. <laughs> Folks, do me a favor. If I don't know what you're doing, but if you if you follow us on Discord, uh, discord.com slash supergamerboys, uh, please pull your stove forward tonight. Pull it forward. I know you're tired. You worked all day. Pull the stove forward. Take one incredible photo of whatever it looks like behind your stove. Don't oh, be man. embarrassed. Don't be shy. It's just going to be online for millions of people to see. Please do so. 
And let that be a reminder of shame to you to constantly pull that thing forward and clean it. Because honestly, these folks, when we pull them forward, I I can't begin to tell you, Garrett, you know, because you've done it a hundred thousand times. Yeah. How how do they act? Do they not act in such a way like, oh my gosh, it's so dirty back here. What the oh I'm so embarrassed. And it's like, no. My my favorite is immediately when they're just like, I just cleaned back there last week. I can't believe it looks like that. Oh my gosh. Like it's like, come on, you're not you're not fooling anyone. Like I wasn't born yesterday. I'm not an idiot. I know you didn't clean here last week. <laughs> I I legitimately had had uh, a landlord tell me. Uh, man, they said they they said they cleaned. And when I pulled the stove forward in front of a landlord and the tenants were out of the house and I looked down at what looked like oatmeal congealed behind the stove on one of the, the walls. And I said, dude, if they cleaned, I don't know what they were cleaning with, but you'd legitimately have to use like a small jackhammer to get that stuff off of that, off of those cabinets. <laughs> I mean, it's bad. That's bad. Oh, man. Yeah, now that so, we've shamed everybody who doesn't clean behind their stove, take those hey, pictures, send them in, you know, and don't stove, go clean it, and then my, they take the picture. That's not right. right. Right, That's cheating. My stove doesn't even pull out. It's like the landlord, our original stove did, and then one of the burners went out, and the landlord's like, oh, we'll get you a new one, and they, like, permanently, like, mounted this thing in there. Like, it's, it's built into the island, and they for no reason yeah they like screwed it right in bracketed it right down like i can't slide it if i wanted to so yeah i can't imagine the crap that they're gonna find back there one day when they could replace that because let me tell you what there's so many times they didn't put like a they didn't seal the edge of it either like around the countertop i'm mm. so many times wiping that countertop oh oops there goes like all yep all the rice that we just had for dinner, like down that crack, or there goes like, I don't know, all the all the cereal, like chef's half a cup of uh, ragu that just went down the side yeah. of that thing. Yeah, like, well, and, yeah. That's that's uh, that's future uh, landlord's problem, <laughs> a future tenant. But uh, uh, well, yeah, glad glad your holidays were good. Yeah, mine uh, mine were good. I had my brother in town. He uh, is in the the military and had a break for a couple weeks, so he. He flew out here and saw us. I haven't seen him in a couple years or something like that. It's been a while. So it was really good to have him around. It was a lot of fun. And uh, uh, we just, I don't know, hung out, watched movies, watched some TV, played some video games, nothing crazy. Can't really do much now anyways. We kept asking, like, do you want to go anywhere? Do you want to do anything? And he didn't want to anyways, but even everything we looked into is just like, ah, oh, well, that's closed. Or, ah, oh, you have to, like, get on a waiting list for that. Like, okay, whatever. We'll just stay home and play among us together like yeah, whatever as as your best friend in the entire world as your your boss you know what i mean um okay, okay. i feel i feel like i'm a little hurt i've heard the stories the legends of jake for so many years you passionately refer to your brother as jake the snake mostly because he puts snakes on people and dts everybody but I feel like you were trying desperately to keep him away from me. Like, I know you told me that Jake is not like you, that he's reserved. That kind of sounds like you, doesn't it? But you said, like, that he's reserved and, and just seems kind of relaxed and and uh, kind of quiet. And I was like, oh, give me the opportunity to meet your little brother. Because I would pull the biggest Chris Farley scam on, like, just hugging him 
and like no. picking me up like you know <laughs> i think you would i think you would you would literally break my brother i think <laughs> like i don't i think something would snap if he met you and uh I can't imagine what would become of that. So no, yeah. there's a couple, there's a couple days. Cause I still, I worked uh, a couple days during that Christmas. I took some days off so I can spend extra time with him, but there's still a few days I was working. I came into the office and every day I had to go in the office. Judy's like, Oh, take, just take your brother in. Cause you're only going for like four hours in the morning. Just take him in. He can chill with you in the office. I'm like, no, no, I'm good. I'll leave him home. Like, uh, I'm not, it's, it's better. It's better this way. I'll leave him, leave him so at you, home. You legitimately are just keeping him from me. Like what, yes. what's the worst that can happen? Like he's going to run a wall away from the military and like try to change his name and go to another country. I mean, you never know. You never know. <laughs> Crazier things have happened to people who meet you. Uh, <laughs> this is totally true. It's totally true. Oh man. Alrighty. Well, uh, today we're going to be talking about how CD Projekt Red, uh, sorry, CD Projekt is in hot water. Sony has a lot of irons in the fire and KFC is serving up a finger licking good console. But first, let's give a quick shout out to our super gamer producer, Adrian, the homeboy Holmes, and uh, our super gamer sponsors, Bill Bird, Julie Bates, Brent Fox, and Daniel James. Thank you guys so much for all the love and support, uh, even all you who we don't mention. If you look down the show notes, everyone who supports us at, at the $5 level and above, they're listed there. And even all you dollar supporters, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Because uh, I know it's, you know, it's it's a pain to even just get to the website and go through all that process just to support us for a buck. So we really appreciate that. Like every little bit of support, you guys are all awesome. So, um, and if you want to know uh, where to support us, it's patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Head over there, support us. But we're going to talk more about perks and what you get by supporting us later on the show, um, as well as a, a little cameo from our Patreon producer, um, potentially, if I get the video from him tonight as a recording. So either uh, this is going to be really confusing or this is going to be really awesome. So later on the show, hopefully we'll have a little segment from our Patreon producer, Adrian Holmes, um, about uh, uh, if you missed what the last episode we talked about a little indie spotlight so we'll see stay tuned it may yeah. or may not be there but i hope it is because i'm really excited um yeah i love the fact that all of those people support us on <laughs> patreon those people are amazing we love all of them very much i want to give a quick shout out to daniel james dan uh is our brother from the uk and I love this guy so much. He's like a brother from like a different mother, probably the same father. I'm just saying we kind of look alike. He's a good looking guy. But Dan amazes me because he does some of the greatest videos uh, on Instagram and uh, Instapot and FaceTime and, you know, all the different apps and ticketed whatever, you know, like Tic Tacs. He's amazing. And so he recently was and he's got like the sweet accent. So he's like, I have been presented with a challenge. And he's like, his his beautiful fiance Gemma, who Gemma, if you ever get tired of him, like, if you want to come to the States and be totally disappointed, you, uh, as long as Dan will pay for the ticket, you're more than welcome to come this way. But Dan is great because uh, Dan has been challenged to grow his hair out for a full year. And Dan, I want you to know that you've inspired me, brother. You've inspired me for the next one year. I make this promise to you, the <laughs> listeners. What? I'm really good at holding promises here. For the next year, I'm going to grow my back hair out and I'm not going to trim it at all. So we're going to see for the next year, not until January 
one of that's how they say it over in the UK, right? January one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. So uh, January one of 2022. I'm not going to do anything, and then I'm with my back hair, I'm not going to trim it. There's no no braiding going on whatsoever. Um, pretty much like zero grooming on my back hair. So in one year, I am going to post some sweet back show shots of what? Hey, hmm? I hope not on our social media. That's no, for sure. Gonna, I mean, no, that's how it works. You have to share it all on all the social media. <laughs> Um, no, I, I, I knew like, I've seen some, some of his uh, ASMR videos and some of his other little videos. And so I've heard his voice and I've heard his accent, but there's something about yeah that challenge video, the way like he, he was talking. So I don't know if it was like played up or if it's maybe really how it was like his actual speaking voice. So I'm like, wow, he has a really thick accent. And then like, yeah, his, and then Je- when Gemma starts speaking, I'm like, wow, like it's really intense. So I don't know if I've just like missed it before or if it's like, it. yeah, no, it was great. I, I. I I know you. They probably get sick of us, like no, probably, like probably. That, I would just... love to. Okay, Dan, yeah, this is what I want. I want one video of you trying to do an American accent. I just want one video of him trying to sound like all you know, weak and weird, and you know, weak just and bland weird. and bland. You know how do we your, sound. Do your best sound, JJ yeah. or Garrett impression. That's what I want to uh, hear. Oh, I'm sure it'll there'll be a whole lot of like inappropriate stuff if he's trying to impersonate me. You know. Yeah, probably. Um, anyways, we got to get into housekeeping here. Um, <laughs> housekeeping. So we already talked about our Patreon. Uh, also this week, it's the first week of the month. So that means our super gamer book club episode is coming out for our Patreon su- supporters. Remember this a dollar a month. And, uh, so last month was, um, the last of us, correct? Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Last month was the last of us. Uh, this month. So the one come out this week is halo four. Uh, so Zetch sits down. It's actually a Nerd Dad's uh, reunion. So uh, back in the day, Zetch had his Nerd Dad podcast before he joined our team. Um, actually, when he guested on our show the first time, uh, he was still doing that podcast. Um, well, some of his co-hosts uh, joined up with them, the three of them, and uh, they did a whole episode about Halo 4. So if you want to hear about, uh, hear them gush about the classic, I guess, Halo 4. I've never played it, so... Um, I, I, maybe maybe it's good maybe it's not go check it out and see what they have to say that's a patreon exclusive ex- exclusive episode and they also announced that next month is far cry 3 so if you are interested in uh in that like i said you can support us over at patreon get that episode that come out every uh the first friday of each month and then this thursday so this is a busy week three episodes this week isn't that crazy so you're gonna get one you know, beginning of the week here with our regular episode, uh, end of the week, you're getting the bonus episode if you're a Patreon subscriber and then live on Thursday, that is January 7th, 8 PM Pacific time. We are doing our game of the year bonus episode. We're going to talk about, uh, our favorite games from last year, uh, at this point, we don't necessarily have a plan or a format, but that's that's the goal. We're talking about our game of the years. I don't know if it'll be like a top five list or something like that, but um, tune in. It's going to be a lot of fun. And since it's live, hang out in the chat, ask us questions, throw out your picks, and it'll be a blast. Uh, and so that's going to be on Twitch. Yes, yeah, so that is twitch.tv slash the, the Super Gamer Boys. So it's the only social media outlet that we have the at the beginning. So bear that in mind when you're searching for that uh when you or even if you just go to twitch.com and type our name in the search bar it's the super gamer boys find us over there follow us ahead of time that way and ring the bell that way when we go live you'll get the notification and you just click on that 
there you are, ready to go. Ah, you ready to get into the show? I'm ready. I'm ready. I feel like uh, you kind of sidetracked us a little bit, Garrett. It's been a yeah, long time. and Right. It, yeah. It's kind of like riding a bike, though, getting back into doing the show. It's like, okay, all right, yeah, I'm getting the groove of it. I'm getting the groove of it. And here I am, saving the day once again, pulling us back into getting away from your tributaries, your little side trips that you do. So let's get to the, the meat of the matter right here on the show. Right, right, right. right. Okay. <laughs> well, now it is time for the mailbag. Now we're going to insert uh, Zetch's voice there. So I'm going to cut your voice out and I'm going to put Zetch's voice over your face. He's got the best mailbag ever. I I can't compete with it because it sounds like Squidward. (laughs) It sounds like Squidward. Oh, that's so good. Um, So this question comes comes from Discord. Kajoma01 writes, Do you have a go-to name in video games that require you to have a name? For your character and if so what is it so when you're playing a video game you jump into i don't know uh nascar heat 2020 and you you create your nascar racer or you jump into uh i don't know anything any game that allows you to name your character i feel like it's not a thing as much more recently like i think of like legend of zelda on like nes like you'd name your character that type of thing they don't really do as much anymore but what was your go-to name? Did you just use JJ? Did you have a fun screen name? What did you do? Okay, uh, I usually just use JJ. I know it's super boring. When I know everybody expects Lame. mine to be so cool, but I I will tell you that when I when I first started playing video games in the early Nintendo era, um, I did have a little nickname that I used, and it was wrestling related. I used to do backyard wrestling with a few friends uh, in elementary school years and years and years ago. And my name was the. uh, It's been a long time. Uh, My name was the Bat Lizard, and so (laughs) the Bat Lizard. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty lame. I know. So so I would usually try to like be Liz or you know like different variations of that in the early game. I know, dude. I'm ashamed to even say that out loud. Oh man. Yeah. What what is that even? What is that? I thought it was cool. I really liked rock bands when I was a, a young boy. I thought Kiss was amazing because they, they had makeup and they were colorful cartoon characters. They were yeah. kind of like pro wrestling because they were makeup and like it was all about the show, you know? Okay, so how do so, you get from Kiss to Bat Lizard? Because it was like uh, in Kiss, they were the demon, uh, Star Child, you know, it was stuff like that. It was just coming up with a, a nickname for myself. It, okay. It didn't stick. Nobody wanted to call me that, you know. I, well, and I they will from now on. That is now your oh, new name, I Bat really Lizard. So, <laughs> I think I was like nine years old, ten years old, that stuff. So, no. Since then, though, boring. A boring average white dude with above average intelligence. So, yeah. <laughs> what? That's. I mean, that's right. You don't know that I. I am technically a Mensa member, dude. I'm a genius. Not a lot of people know that about me because I don't go around telling everybody how amazingly intelligent and smart I am. It's kind of just there. Everybody knows it. You know what I mean? You don't You don't know what I mean, do you? <laughs> nope. Okay. <laughs> um, so for me, growing up, my go-to name was Gart because most games had a limit on how many letters you could do. And Garrett had w- usually one or two too many letters in it. So uh, I just shortened it 
to Gart, G-A-R-T. And uh, you remember a minute ago you made fun of me for Bat Lizard, Gart? That's Bat your Lizard. name from now on, dude. I'm just calling you Gart from now on. No more uh, Garrett. Garrett's dead. Garrett's now dead. Gart. Gart. And Gart that's and not Bat cool. Gart and Bat Lizard. <laughs> okay, forget. I'll drop mine if you drop yours. Like. Okay, sounds good. Um, yeah, so Gart. And usually I'd throw a 24 on there because, you know, back in the day, this boy right here, huge Jeff Gordon fan. Can't get enough of him. <laughs> you know, number 24, everyone knew number 24. When you hear, when you see the number 24, everyone associated it with Jeff Gordon, of course, and me. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, Gart24, that was my name as a kid on every game I played. Uh, every save file on my PS1 and PS2, Gart24 going. Um, but then in high school... I was randomly with my cousins and we're all like, hey, let's make new PSN names uh, on our PS3s so that way we can all play together. And we, instead of using like, I think we we're playing Call of Duty. Instead of changing our clan tag, like in Call of Duty, you can have a clan. Uh, and that way you can all like in game, people can differentiate and see like, oh, they're all playing together. They're all probably on chat. They know what they're doing. Um, we're just like, we're going one step further. We're just going to have so the word prime in our name so we're all gonna have a different beginning and it's gonna be something prime because we're all lame and love transformer movies back in the day <laughs> um you know optimus prime that type of thing well they all got some cool names i don't even remember what they were now and maybe they're not that cool <laughs> i remember in at, at the time i was like oh man you guys got all the cool ones what am i gonna be uh well i was just like oh you know what i love Breaking Benjamin, the band, <laughs> the rock band, which now, like, I don't think anyone knows of, anyone listens to, and people who do know of it usually laugh at me. So, Breaking Benjamin, that's where I got my name, Breaking Prime. So, if you want to find me on PlayStation, pretty much any gaming platform, it's Breaking Prime. Uh, that's what I use now. That's what I use on my streaming, on my personal account. Uh, I've just gone hard. You know, I'm apparently a huge fan of Breaking Benjamin and Optimus Prime. <laughs> um, two of the best things that come out of the 2000s <laughs> but uh yeah so i usually shorten it to breaking though like playing among us now just throws breaking up in there and that's what people call me so yeah fun stuff true story that's a good question yeah that's a good that's question awesome. kajoma thanks for that it's uh kind of fun behind the scenes there on our names like bat lizard you know <laughs> oh, come on. it was cool back in 1990 you know what i mean 1989 90 that's a Kind of a cool thing. I wouldn't know. I wasn't alive yet. So yeah, I, I know. I know. <laughs> Alrighty, I think it is time for the nerdy nudes. It's now time for the nerdy nudes. <laughs> so I think so. We turned. We were messing with your audio settings before the show, and we turned on that noise suppressor. Mm-hmm. And I think it just thought that what you just did was just noise because it, it did like the first half and then halfway through your woo, it cut out. So sucks. Okay. Yeah. So if you want to turn it off right here on the fly, I'll start with the first news story. If you want to go turn off that noise suppression, that way you can do some more fun stuff for everyone. So I feel like it's gone out. I don't want to do it anymore now. No, it's not. Time go for ahead. the nerdy nudes. No, you, 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 hey, here's your homework. <laughs> Right now, yeah. JJ. Yes. You go to your settings right now and fix right. that. Okay. And I'm going to read this first news story. How about that? Okay. The fact that I'm going and going to be able to on the fly while we're doing this show mess with my settings, I I don't know if people are proud of me or not, but 
this is like the first time that Neil Armstrong landed on the moon. Or the first time that we as a government actually went to Mars. This is a big moment in podcast history that I'm able to go and, you know, do stuff online. Have you done it yet, or are you just nah, really lost? No, nah, I'm really lost. I actually forgot where I was supposed to go, to <laughs> okay. be honest. I don't remember downloading that. That looks funny. Bugs Bunny porn. What? That's that's not mine. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, hey, what, yeah, I maybe we shouldn't have done this on, you know, while I'm, you know, doing the whole online just thing. Just as long as you don't share your screen on Discord, we're good. Okay, just you don't... said noise reduction, right? Was that the... Yeah, yeah, the... the turning crit. that on? Off. No, that's no, that's already off. It wasn't that one. Okay. I don't have my glasses on, just so you know. That's This is a problem. It was that top option that said a crisp nest next to it, remember? You had turned it on. Oh, uh, okay. Uh... This yeah. is content, boys. This is content. This is right good here. stuff here. Okay, noise suppression. I'm turning it off. Okay. All right. I'm, oh. I'm off. See, that's better now. Is that better? How do I get back to the regular screen? I can't. Okay, you know what? I think I'm back. All right, let's try it again. Let's go back to it. And you you promise you're going to edit this stuff out this time, right? Oh, 100%. I guarantee oh, it. Oh, sweet. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Hold on. Let me take a drink. That's a uh, lemon tea. Uh, yeah i put i put scotch in it though <laughs> nice I'm just, nice i'm just kidding I, i'm not allowed to drink people say i have too much fun all right so <clears throat> here we go ladies and gentlemen it's now time for the morning so it still cut out a little bit, but it was what? much. We got more of it. We got more of it, so it was good. I think it's good. Okay. I don't know why. I don't know why it keeps cutting you out. It, but uh, okay. maybe it's I'm censoring hitting, you. I'm hitting it's, that thing, and it's it's basically like you. It's censoring the censoring stuff me. that I say. Yeah, it knows That's not better. Cool. That's it not really cool. it really does know better. Um, so you're welcome, everyone, for that fantastic content there. No, but you just Let's, said you were going to edit all that stuff out. Oh yeah, yeah, makes, I I will. I will. <laughs> Listen, if you don't wink. No, no, but if you don't, it makes me sound stupid, Garrett. Like, uh, I don't think you understand. Like, the people, they look to me to be a bastion of light and amazingness. Right, right, Because right. all, all those other times in the past, I've always edited this stuff out. So they've never seen you do anything stupid up till now. So I better cut that out, huh? I, w I never watched the show, so I'm not really sure. I never listened to it. So I'm not really sure if you do do that. I always just, it's like the honor system where I try to, I try to just automatically assume Garrett is a straightforward guy. Yeah. Um, he's, you know, honest, uh, yeah. dependable, dedicated, yeah. uh -huh. slightly, slightly confused sexually, but yeah. <laughs> I expected, you know, something. Well, well I, I, I mean, he, you did recently go, that is one good looking man. And I was like, that's a dude who's comfortable with himself when he's able to do that i look at dudes who are more good looking than me of which there are a lot unfortunately <laughs> and i look at them and i'm like i hate them you know i don't think like oh that's that, that, that guy's got a nice strong chin although i did make the new guy at work feel very uncomfortable by saying like you're way too pretty for this job and i think i said it to him like a dozen times and you, like you then, said it a lot and then I, I said it in front of his his wife like i was like it is so nice to meet you know, he's like 
way too good looking to do this, right? <laughs> and she just thought that was the greatest thing in the world, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, you ready to get into this news? Oh, yeah. I, did you need me to do that nerdy nudes thing again? No, not a third time. Are you time. sure? I'm very okay. sure. Because I can... This- I'm- Ready. I'm like, this can... first news story comes from IGN. Cyberpunk 2077 class action lawsuit filed against CD Projekt SA. This was filed in part due to Cyberpunk 2077 being virtually unplayable on base Xbox One and PS4 units. Um, so as you guys will notice, some of these news stories may be a week or two old. It's because that's also partially another reason we didn't do a show last week. There's not much going on. There's like nothing like this time of year is pretty normal to be dead. So we're just like, I don't know what to talk about. So here you go. Here's some news from a couple weeks ago. But um, uh, actually, I take that back. This is updated to 28th. So this is fairly recent. Some of the other ones are older, but we'll get to that. New York based Rosen law firm has filed a class action lawsuit against Cyberpunk 2077's publisher CD Project SA. I don't know what SA stands for. I've never seen it referred to as that um normally it's like cd project or cd project red but this keeps this says cd project sa due to its alleged violation of federal security laws announced in a press release rosen law firm is filing the class action lawsuit on behalf of purchasers of the securities of cd project sa between january 16th 2020 and december 17th 2020 and is seeking to recover damages for cd project investors under the federal securities laws the lawsuit claims that cd project has made false and or misleading statements and or failed to disclose that Cyberpunk 2077 was virtually unplayable on the current generation Xbox or PlayStation systems due to an enormous number of bugs. In response to the many issues and messy messaging surround the game's launch, Sony removed Cyberpunk 2077 from the PS Store, which we talked about. Um, We did talk about some news uh, on that Cyberpunk bonus episode because there was a lot of stuff going on that week. So we talked about that where Cyberpunk... I was literally taken off the PlayStation store. Sony's like, we're not, we're done with this. Fix your game. We're taking it off the store, which is, might be the first time in history something like that's happened. Pretty bizarre. Um, uh, Sony, uh, Microsoft and CD Projekt Red would be forced to f- uh, offer full refunds for the game. Oh, so, so yeah, a, a CD Projekt had announced like, hey, we're really sorry. We put out a, an apology on their, on their Twitter. If you're not happy, go ahead and ask for a refund. The problem is they didn't talk with Sony and Microsoft first, and Sony's like, no, we're not refunding the game. It's against our refund policy. And Microsoft, I think, also said no. Um, after a talk, after about a week of talks, finally they both came around to saying, okay, we'll offer refunds. But uh, I'm sure that the relationship between CD Projekt and Sony and Microsoft aren't very great now. So it's honestly been absolute just crazy thing to watch these last few weeks like cd project red and just shoot themselves in the foot over and over again with this game and you're um, you're still getting to play it uh on the pc so you're actually getting PC. a higher higher quality right yes yeah 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 so um but let me yes i i am playing on pc if you're interested in hearing my thoughts as well as uh zetch dan and adrian uh we went live a couple weeks ago talked about that the bonus episode uh, spoiler alert, I'm loving it, but I'm the only one playing on PC. Everyone else is playing on consoles, and they're like, it's fine, it's good. Dan was really loving it. He only played a couple hours of it. But the other two guys were um, even on the fence about, okay, what 
you know, should I continue? Should I not? So go listen to that. It was, it, was a, it was a really fun episode and it was a live one. So if you're interested in what this Thursday will be like, go check out that other live episode we did. Uh, but the lawsuit claims that as a result of the above, CD Projekt would suffer rep reputational and... Whew, I don't know how to pronounce this word. You know how bad I am about pronouncing words. Uh, pecuniary? Is that a word? I, that's what... That's I how Google, Google says that's how it's pronounced. Pecuniary. Relating to or consisting of money. Uh, basically, they're going to suffer reputational and monetarily monetary harm. Why didn't I just say that? And that its statements about its business operation as prospects were materially false and misleading and or lacked a reasonable basis at the relevant at all relevant times. When the true details entered the market, the lawsuit <clears throat> claims that investors suffered damages. So... Yeah, this is uh, this is crazy. This is huge, huge class action lawsuit against CD Projekt. Um, what are your initial thoughts from that? Okay, so let's break it down like this. Um, a lot of people invested a lot of money in CD Projekt for uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. There was a lot of expectation going into this game for like a eight lot years. Of, eight years of de development, at least, if not. Yeah, more. there was a lot of money put into this game a lot of money in the development of this game. And I think that not knowing anything about, about development, I mean, I, it's just hazarding a guess. I think that trying to stretch things out the way that they did by going to the new consoles, to PC, it's optimized right now for PC. People who are playing on PC, like yourself, are saying, hey, it's great. Like the looks are fantastic. Yeah. They're not really dealing with There's the bugs. There's still bugs, but they're like very minor. And if anything, like I've come across just a couple minor ones, like, oh, it's funny. Or it's like, oh, whatever. It doesn't bother that. It doesn't sure. break, break the immersion of the game. But yeah, compared to the consoles. <clears throat> guys crazy. coming, running at you and not having uh, uh, shirts on or not having guns in their hands. Um, lots of little bugs like that, that, that people are experiencing. It's practically unplayable on like an Xbox One or a PS4. Mm -hmm. Unplayable. It's it's just horrible. I don't know if you've seen a lot of footage of what the game looks like it's on those bad. consoles. It, it's very bad. And I, for one, I, I have the PS5. I really looked forward to this game. This is one of those games that over the last year or so has been talked about a lot. There's been some great, uh, not gameplay of the thing being shown for the last you know year or whatever, but there's been great trailers. And I have been really excited. I couldn't wait to play it. But I kind of held off. I had just picked up Spider-Man uh, along with the PS5. So I felt like I want to keep playing that game and uh, before I make the jump. And I'm really happy that I did, that I held off. Because honestly, I would be very upset and frustrated with myself if I bit the bag and ended up getting this game and then being so unhappy with it. Um, I'm just going to wait, see if it gets uh, you know the fixes that are necessary to make it playable on a PS5 on an xbox one on a ps4 yeah so, right now it's just well, well one thing with it it is playable on like a series x and on a ps5 like it's it's more playable um it's still <clears> not <throat> ideal but it's much better than like a ps4 xbox one so even if you were to play on ps5 it would it, you you'd actually probably be able to play it fine you just wouldn't get the full experience of it yeah um so. and and that's and that's and that's the issue too is like technically if you play on a ps5 or an xbox series x you're playing a PS4 or an Xbox One version of it because they, they're not going to be releasing the next-gen quote-unquote versions until 
later next year or this year, I guess it's 2021 now. Um, and so, yeah, it's kind of, kind of bizarre that they went that route. Um, but the biggest, the most bizarre thing is like they, that they, that they, they straight up lied to people through the whole process. And, um, it is interesting. There was another news story that basically CD product came out and was like, we are going to fight this. Like, we don't think this is right. Like blah, blah, blah. And I turned to my wife when I saw that article, I'm like, they literally put out a tweet apologizing for the thing they're being accused of. So what's going to happen at trial is they're going to come out and be like, here's evidence like a one or whatever. Uh, I want to like check this out. Here's literally a tweet from the company apologizing for the thing we're accusing of. It's like, boom, case closed. Okay. We're done. Like, how are you going to fight it? You already apologized for the thing that you're being accused of, but so it's in false confidence that they're selling these games, uh, at such a high price, um, to so many people. And these people are expecting to have a good quality project that's not meeting the expectations that the game has put out. That it's obviously, it's not optimized for PS4. It's not optimized for Xbox One. Um, so people who bought, I don't know how many, I, I've never looked into how many um, discs they've sold on the a Xbox lot. One. Okay. A lot. Hang on, let me, let you keep talking, I'm going to do a search. Yeah, so people who, I don't know how many have been sold on the Xbox One, how many have been sold on the PS4. But you've got to imagine that I have not heard one person that I know of that plays on those old systems that's played this game that is happy with it. Everybody is completely devastated. They they had uh, they had a real ability. I think that what they should have done is if it wasn't ready to come out on on the other systems, they should have pushed it back. Maybe release it just on the PC. Maybe. Uh, Maybe just hold back on the whole thing. You know, I don't know if they if they were stuck between a rock and a hard place, whether they had told investors, hey, we're going to get it. They need to try to recoup some of the money. So I'm sure that that's probably plays into a lot of it. But be honest. And the yeah. fact that they came out and said that they're sorry in that statement, in that Twitter uh, statement, and then to turn around and say, hey, this is unfair. You guys already admitted that the fan base is very unhappy with you and the product that you've yeah. placed out there into the market. So I found a, a tweet here from Daniel Ahmad over on Twitter. Uh, it, it reads, CD Product Red says that it has sold 13 million copies of Cyberpunk through digital and physical distribution channels as of December 20th. So that was a couple weeks ago. This number factors in refunds processed by this point at both retail and digital. So the number was probably higher, but that's factoring in refunds already. So even with sure. the refunds, uh, so this is at this point they had been doing refunds for about a week week and a half they still had 13 million copies sold the game had 8 million pre-orders which also broke records so this game is breaking records in like the amount of copies like it's insane but it's also i'm sure going to break some records with like refunds and stuff like that it's kind of crazy um my biggest concern with all this though is i guess like my, in my opinion, yeah, Cyberpunk is in the wrong. Even though, like, I am really enjoying the game and enjoying my experience, they messed up on the console front. Like, that's that's wrong. My concern, though, is, unfortunately, with gamers in general, and maybe I shouldn't speak in generalities, but I'm gonna, because I've already started, so here we go, I said it. Uh, in general, the at least, let's say the vocal few on the internet, that's a thing, too. It's like, there's just there's not that many of them, but they're just so loud. It seems like everyone's saying it. 
they tend to take take things like so far, way too far. So this has happened now with Cyberpunk 2077. Is there a fear now that any time a game comes out that they just don't like? Is this going to be the thing every time where they're just like crying out like, oh, file, hit them with a class action lawsuit, like refund the game? Like, I feel like this is setting a scary precedent now for future games, right? Like, does that worry you at all? Because this has never really happened before that I know of. This is kind of a big deal, like in the history of gaming now. Like, this is a big turning point where this could really screw over publishers in the future. Like, this is something where if, say, Last of Us Part Two came out this year now, instead of earlier this, like in last summer, um, like, there is a lot of uproar about that game. Like, they do you think if this precedent was set before that, they, you know, they'd be calling for class action lawsuits and, and refunds and stuff? Like, with gaming moving forward, is that something we should be afraid of? Or do you think this will be like a one and done thing? <laughs> no, um, I think this is going to happen again. I'm actually surprised that it hasn't happened before quite like this. Um, the only other time that uh, I remember a game coming out in the short few years that I've been gaming where people were really upset with the quality of the game and felt that it wasn't good enough uh, to what was being delivered, it was a little bit of a different situation. It wasn't completely unplayable, but it's Days Gone. Days Gone had a lot of stuff behind it and was built up for several years. And I think that Days Gone, uh, what they suffered from was the game just wasn't quite complete. And by the time the game came out, Zombies and the biker stuff like Sons of Anarchy, that used to be popular two years before. It wasn't super popular anymore and so they were rushing to get the game out hey before all of the people go away from this genre we need to get get it out there and get it going and they pushed that out a little too early and there were a lot of people that were very unhappy with buying the game now nobody you know tried to file a, a class action lawsuit um this this is a different situation this isn't just developers uh taking investors money and then putting the game out there this is also putting this out there and selling it to people when it's nearly an unplayable game, when it's so buggy, it, it was not ready to be a console game right now. And so it's putting stuff out there in poor taste and in bad faith, uh, putting out uh, and taking money from the people who are buying the games when they really honestly knew that this game was not, this was not good for consoles right now. They know yeah. they go through it. And with a fine tooth comb over and over and over again before they release it, they had to have known that oh, yeah. it looks like crap on a PS4 and an Xbox One. And that's not anything that they said. Hey, it's not I mean, going to be as they, good on the, in these systems. They obviously knew because they delayed it three times. It's supposed to come out in the spring. They got moved to September <clears> and then to November and then to December. So they knew something was up. <laughs> and, and yet here they are still selling it on the PS4 and the Xbox One. Uh, with the intention anymore. being we've got to try to make our money back <laughs> yeah um yeah no i don't know it, it's it's crazy it's also kind of a bummer because i don't know like i even though yeah it, it, my my worry too is like with this class action lawsuit i guess i didn't do a ton of research into like the size of their company at this point because i know they've grown a lot in the last few years after the witcher being super popular like they're a pretty big they're a bigger company now than they were before. But my worry too is like, okay, with a class action lawsuit like this, if they get hit with like huge fines and all this stuff, 
uh, is there any sort of worry of them basically, um, I don't know, not being able to sustain themselves after that? Like what happens if they need to close down or shut down? I, I, this is something else I said to my wife too, like, okay, what happens if they get hit with all these, they got to refund all the money back to the customers, to the investors, and also pay fines to whatever governing like business board there is in Sweden or wherever they're located. Um, and what happens when they go out and what I was told, told Trudy and it's funny cause I say things to Trudy and she doesn't understand cause she's, she's not a gamer. She's like, okay, yeah. Huh. But, <laughs> um, what if like everyone's complaining now that the game's broken, if they like sue this company into the ground to where like they have to like nip, bring down their team from like a few hundred and down to like just a handful of people again, if they have to become a small studio again, <laughs> basically you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot. Like, yeah, you got your refund, but now the company can't hardly afford to fix the game that's so utterly broken now, right? Like it seems like a kind of catch twenty two there, right? <laughs> right. Okay. Let me let me. I, I agree with what you're saying, but I'm just I want to play devil's advocate for just a second. Mm -hmm. So uh, you hear that uh, CD Projekt is looking for investors, and you've got a limited amount of money to invest. You invest fifteen hundred dollars towards this thing and you might be able to get some money back on the back end once it's made profit right so they've sat on it for eight years and you're 1500 you've seen nothing come out of it and i'm just using a, a figure that i pulled out of my butt you know yeah. uh, I, all i'm saying is that you can sit there for that eight years and then you probably start getting pushy sending emails to them hey what's going on you know like uh it's been eight years i'd like to see some return on that investment okay uh and unfortunately, they probably have enough of those people who have invested and probably much greater amounts than $1,500. Yeah. But imagine how much $1,500 is to you. But let's say it was $10,000. It was $25,000. And you've invested it in this game. And for eight years, um, they keep making promises, putting stuff out there. You're, you're hammering them. And you are one of a million sharks that are hitting this company up and saying like, Hey, I want to get, I want to get recoup my money and make some more on top of that. And I think that's what's going on is that they had enough people that were trying to get that, that money recoup and yeah. they were pushing them to put something out that wasn't ready. And so I don't yeah. think this makes them a bad guy. I think it's a bad move and I'd hate to see them, um, deflate and become a smaller company because they have put out some really good stuff. And yeah. like you and, said, and that's, and that's what I was saying. Like, that's my fear is like, this could all happen. And then what happens when they're so small that now they're struggling to fix the game? Everyone, everyone's like demanding a fix. And it's like, well, now we're only a team of like a hundred people. Like, so now it's going to take a couple years to fix the game instead of a couple months, maybe like, I don't know. And maybe I'm, I'm not a game developer, so maybe that's not how it works, but like, in my head, like with my basic math, like that's how it works in my very basic brain. I'm just like, it seems like, uh, and again, I think all those people deserve their money and stuff like that. But um, like, as far as like the investors, yeah, you put money in, they should, although it is an investment, like you never know, like it's a gamble, <laughs> but at the, at the same time, like, okay, yeah, like I think, yeah, there should be payout for those people but i guess for me more so it's the class action lawsuit of the these customers who are just like yeah. demanding their refunds it's like okay like there's a lot of games that come out buggy give it six months not even like even like star wars came out super buggy uh, two years ago um give it a couple months and it's 
good to go. And that's kind of the game plan with Cyberpunk. They say by February it should be good, like playable. Again, we'll have to wait and see, but yeah, I don't know. This whole thing's crazy. Uh, we've talked about this a lot now, a lot longer than I thought we would, but uh, we'll definitely keep you guys tuned into that as far as if there's anything that moves forward with that. Um, <laughs> and if any of our uneducated uh, theories come true, I guess. Uh, this next news story, uh, Sony has seven TV shows and three movies in development based on PlayStation games. Uh, Sony Pictures chairman and CEO Tony Vinci Cuera has revealed that his studio is currently developing seven TV shows and three movies based on PlayStation games. As reported by Media Post, Vinci Cuera announced the news while talking about Sony's idea to have much more integration between all of its entertainment properties, including PlayStation. We have no specific plan yet, but we have a program within the company called One Sony. You'll be seeing a lot more integration of Sony companies together. He then discussed that Sony is developing three movies and seven TV shows based on games, but didn't go as so far to say if the Uncharted movie and the Last of Us TV series were included in that count. Um, uh, they also discussed uh, whether or not Sony would be... Vince Square also discussed whether or not Sony would be following the example set by Warner Brothers and potentially switch to a day-and-date release model for theaters and streaming services. I don't think we'll be in the day-and-date release business. I think the economic model for the very big-budget movies require the windows that are in the flow now, and we'll continue with that. We think 30-day windows are probably the best. It will allow us to uh, amortize our marketing over the two windows, theatrical and home entertainment. So that's a... Uh, kind of kind of exciting kind of scary really so i, I want to focus more on just really the headline seven tv shows three movies um i'm let's just pretend that the one movie is the uncharted movie and one of those seven shows is the last of us that still leaves yeah six shows and two movies that we have no idea what in the world they could be like what what do you think it could be like what what are, what are your thoughts on that do you have any sort of uh, hopes and dreams or any thoughts what uh, that could be? Or? I have plenty of hopes and dreams, but I think all of my hopes and dreams uh, firmly are supplanted in The Last of Us and, uh, serious, yeah. and also in Uncharted because Uncharted, those four games, or well, five if you include uh, Lost Legacy, have such an incredible place in my heart. And I just would love, but I would love to see those four games um, with Nathan Drake come to life. Um mm -hmm. But as far as uh, hopes and dreams, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if those are going to be part of it, but I can see like a Crash Bandicoot cartoon. Um, I think it was, you know, not all that awesome. long ago that uh, they were talking about um, Twisted Metal having some kind yeah. of a TV show. And I don't remember what, years ago, what yeah. platform that was on, but they were talking about that being one of the, one of the things. Is that still a possibility? You know, I mean... Yeah, no, I, I, I'd be totally down for a crash cartoon. They kind of trying to think, what was it on Netflix? Was it like Skylanders, which was like a bunch of different characters in Spyro. And I think Crash Bandicoot like cameoed on there or something. Cause it was, it was like a video game, but then they made it into a cartoon for kids. Um, but I'd be totally down for like a straight up, just like crash cartoon. That'd be awesome. Um, I, 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 we might've talked about this before, but I would love to see something with God of War whether it's uh, like a movie. Nah, I think like a TV series 
And again, I think I've maybe mentioned this on a way earlier episode. I feel like I remember talking about this. A God of War TV series. And I want to show the journey from, you know, uh, basically from like the original games to where he is now in this game. Because like the original games were Greek mythology. And he leaves Greece and goes on to wherever he is now where, you know, I assume like the Norse, into, Norse yeah, mythology. With, with, like around with like it's all the Norse mythology stuff. Like, how, what was what was that transition like? What spurred that on? How did he meet his wife? Like that type of thing. Because the new God of War picks up, and apparently he has a wife who's now dead, and a son, and like there's all this stuff that you're just like, here's this information. Uh, and as far as I know, like I haven't played all the old God of Wars. Like I know there's like some on the PSP and the Vita and stuff like that. Um, Maybe they talk about it there and I missed it, but I'd be really curious. Like, okay, what are some of the origins for that? I think that'd be really neat. I'd know in my head originally it would be a live action show, but I also think it'd be make a really cool like anime or something like that, or like not animated, but I think actually like, the anime style would be really, really cool. Um, almost like a, like a Samurai Jack type thing where like he's, you know, cause that's Kratos. He's like the silent dude just going around beating stuff up. Like, I think it'd be really, really neat. Um, so I don't know. That's just a hope and dream for me <laughs> as far as like what they're actually doing. Yeah. I have no idea. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a, oh man, this is a long shot. This is a long shot. Hideo Kojima has said, <laughs> a, wait, a million. He said it himself a million times. He's like, he, he, he has always actually wanted to be like a movie director. Like he, he would i think he's even said in interviews he's like i'd rather be a movie director than do video games like he doesn't necessarily super enjoy video games he like he, he loves like he does an amazing job and he he loves them but it's near and dear to his heart because that's where he got to start but his goal is to one day make a movie what if they're having what if they have hideo kojima make maybe not maybe not necessarily death stranding but some sort of like new sony property that they would make into like a tv show or movie like that I don't know. I could see that. I mean, Sony has always played nice with Hideo Kojima, giving him whatever he wants to do whatever he wants. What if one of these movies is is like, hey, go ahead, here, take this and do this. I guess Maybe PT? Bring PT to the screen? I doubt that because that's a Konami property and they don't like him anymore. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't uh, know. I, I'm just throwing that out there. That's I realize that there's been, there's been a lot of like Resident Evil movies, but I think that it would be pretty cool. They just... They actually made, made a, a, they 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 actually just wrapped filming on a Resident Evil Netflix show. That's exactly what I was just gonna say. Yeah, it's it's already That's been done. Like they, they literally okay. just finished. They just wrapped on that. Yeah, okay. I saw like a post a, a little bit See? ago. <laughs> Great minds, my friend. Great minds. But that's not a Sony property, so that's why like it wouldn't be included in these things. Like it wouldn't have a Sony logo at the front because that's it's Capcom. They own that. So I don't know. It's it's exciting, I don't, but also scary. There's been a lot of bad video game movies and TV shows, so it'll be interesting to to see which side of things, like the Uncharted movie falls, which they just finished filming as well. I saw a post the other day. Hey, we've finished filming. Now they're in the post-production editing stuff. So that's exciting. Maybe in the next year or two, we could get the uh, Uncharted movie. Nice. All right. Last on the news docket here. And this one, there's nothing really to talk about other than <laughs> the 4K 240 FPS KF console is real and it will keep your chicken warm. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I got for you. What started as a joke 
everyone's like, oh, haha, funny KFC. You're, you're making your pretend April, your, your late April Fool's joke <laughs> about a, a console that not only plays games, but also like heats your chicken up uh, is actually real. <clears throat> and uh, they have released specs, some specs on it. So if you're curious, basically it's just a PC with uh, an air fryer in it. But it is housed in a custom Cooler Master NC100 chassis, includes an Intel NUC9. I don't even know what that is. Uh, and an Asus-powered GPU that can be swapped out. It also has a, has two Seagate Barracuda 1TB SSDs that have PCI NVMe speeds that are six times faster. Uh, the release date and pricing of the KF console have yet to be given, but hopefully they won't be as tough to find as a PS5 and Xbox Series X. Um completely bizarre absolutely wild that this is a real thing that they're going to be selling but keep an eye out for that and if you missed it go check out the lifetime movie that stars mario lopez as colonel sanders because kfc is on a roll yeah. <laughs> last year they put out an official kfc <clears throat> dating sim so there's a dating sim game that you can play on pc all kfc themed you can date colonel sanders they put out the lifetime movie that stars mario lopez um called what was the name of it it was really funny <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, it's called A Recipe for Seduction. Yes, and it's like a 15-minute movie or something like that, and it was the talk of the world for a minute. It's yeah. just done in a really, really cheesy side way. You know, that they know that it's just complete junk and garbage, but oh, you do got to give it up to KFC for, for thinking outside of the box and for doing a few things that are kind of different and unusual. Who the heck's going to do that? I'll tell you what, there will be a few people that end up buying this KFC console. I mean, uh, looking at the looking at the specs, so it's going to be VR ready. It's Intel powered. It's going to be able to do 4K and ray tracing. And it says gameplay up to 240 FPS. Like even uh, like the Series X right now can only do up to 120 on some games. Like now this is granted, this have, is this is technically a PC like it's not a con this is called a KF console but it's technically a PC. Do they have a a photo rendering of what this is going to look like? Because I'm oh. picturing like deep fried kind okay. of a yeah. So it's if you Google it, it's not even a, like a render. It's an actual photo of it like working. There is a picture of the front of it, and it looks like a bucket. Like a KFC bucket, but imagine it like sleek and black and really sexy looking. Like not, there's like RGB lights on it, so it's all like lit up. It actually, it looks really cool. Um, and then, but then there's like a little tray in the side that you slide out, and there's actually a picture of uh, some steaming hot KFC chicken in there. You can tell just by looking at the photo; it's nice and toasty. Um, An air fryer with with the computer. Yeah, this is a great idea. Hey, it's going to make them a lot of money. I guarantee you because people are going to want it just for like the memes, just for the joke. Hey, I got the KF console. And then in like 20 years, they're going to be able to resell it for like probably way more than it's re than, than reasonable just because it's a stupid joke that, that they actually made. So yeah, that's our news for the week. <laughs> it was the Fun. end of the year. There wasn't a whole lot, folks. Please forgive us. Please forgive us. But that's why we're bringing the extra con Actually, you know what, though? We've been going for like an hour, so we're doing good. We're doing good. We managed to pull an 
an hour out of those three little news stories there. But next, like promised before, uh, there should be, I say should be because I still haven't received it, um, an indie spotlight here next from Adrian. So if there's not, we will go into an ad break. If there is, then here you go. Take it away, Adrian. <laughs> okay, what's going on, Super Gamer Fam? So the fellas asked me to give you two or three, you know, a couple of small indie gems that I think you guys should check out. So I'm not going to spend too much time on them. Got to get it, get you in, get you out. Here's the gems. You know, I know the heat on the street. First up is Minute. It's a small game, black and white, real simple. You're an explorer and you explore an island. You're trying to unsolve, you're trying to solve mysteries and lift a curse on the island. Here's the rub. You only live 60 seconds at a time. So you have to go through all the adventures and all the different stuff and, and explore as much as you can in 60 seconds because when that's up, you die and you gotta go back to where you started from. But you get to keep everything that you find and all the weapons and all the items that you earn so that way you know exactly where to go and you can go a little further or you can go a different route every time. It's super rad. It's only, I think like $3, it's everywhere. Switch, iOS, Steam, itch.io. PS4 everywhere. Check that one out. Next up is called Yamada. It's called Dandy Dungeon, The Legend of y Brave Yamada. This one you play as an indie game developer. <laughs> well, not indie game, but a game programmer named Yamada. And he is looking to make his own game. So he decides this, this is it. I'm finally going to do it. And he starts to create a game that stars himself which happens to be like an old, it, he, he fashions it after an old school kind of dungeon crawler. But here's the thing, in the game that he makes, he play you play yourself as Yamada, but you go through every, you have to go through the entire floor of each dungeon in one shot. So you have to create a path that'll not only kill the monsters and get the treasure, but get you out of the room. It rules, it's, it's full of charm, it's, quote unquote voice acted, you'll see what I mean when you play. And that's something to pick up, definitely. The last one is near and dear to my heart. It's a detective kind of mystery mixed with a little bit of science fiction, definitely some AI, killer soundtrack. You know it, you probably heard of it, I love it. It's called 2064 Read Only Memories. You meet up with an AI robot named Turing whose creator has just been killed and we have no idea what happened and how it got there. So you team up with Turing to figure out what's going on, what happened. You're going through all, all over San Francisco, well, which is now called Neo SF in the future. And you're talking to people, you're getting chased by cops, you're trying to find what's going on, people are getting killed around you, trying to bury the lead. You um, meet up with the, uh, you working with super cyber cops, it's awesome. And it really, not only does it, not only is it a detective story, but it makes you think about AI technology and the debate, the debate about should, if they're sentient, should they have rights and things like that. So that's definitely something to think about. So um, everything I mentioned is pretty much accessible. PS4, Switch, Steam, um, itch.io, their own personal websites. All three of these I recommend. Um, next week, I got a couple more for you. 
Uh, and might throw a couple of little sports gems in there that you're not expecting. I'll catch up with you next time. Peace. Alrighty, guys. Uh, as we talked about at the top of the show, uh, you can support us over at patreon.com slash supergamerboys. That's right. We're in the ad portion of the show. If you support us over at Patreon, you don't hear this part. You have no idea that this even exists. But uh, if you get this for free, you got to listen to me talk about it. So uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's uh, sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes you get some good content out of JJ. Sometimes, sometimes he plays. Sometimes he plays a silent type and doesn't say anything and just leaves me hanging here. But uh, yeah, and uh, I'm loving it because you look so uncomfortable right now. But you don't <laughs> have to just get this on Patreon. But it just makes it all better. You know what I mean? Makes it makes it better for you. Makes it better for us. So over at Patreon, you can support us monthly. Um, we have our lowest tier, just a buck a month. That's it. And you can get uh, all of our episodes, our regular episodes, early and ad free. So you don't have to listen to this, and you get it the night that we record it gets shot straight to your phone through the interwebs and uh you also get all the bonus episodes so that super gamer book club we were talking about you get that that comes out each month um you get the bonus episodes early as well everyone else will get them a little few days later uh five dollar a month you support us over there you're gonna get same thing as the previous perk and you get the show notes early so you can take a look and see hey what are they talking about this week what's going on uh if you have any comments concerns questions whatever you look at those show notes you're like hey I have some thoughts on that news. Leave your comments on there and we'll share it on the air. Um, that's always a cool thing when, when people do that. You can, you know, the link gets posted right to Patreon. Take a look at it. Be part of the show. It's a pretty, pretty easy way to be part of the show if you want to. Um, also, uh, $10 a month. That's our sponsor tier. You get all the previous perks plus a shout out on the show. So, you know, at the top of the show when we talked about Bill Bird, Julie Bates, Brent Fox, Daniel James. Those guys are all sponsors, and we are so, so thankful for them, and that's why we shout out their names from the rooftop each and every week, because um, they're great. And, uh, you know, all you supporters are great, but, you know, not to play favorites, but, you know. We're going to totally play favorites. No, 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 no. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, But, yeah, so, and then the top dog tier, that's right. Our super gamer producer, just like the one and only Adrian Homeboy Holmes, supports us at the $15 level, which means you get all the perks, the bonus episodes early and ad-free, the regular episodes early and ad-free, everything. You get everything. Show notes. You also get to basically be our boss, be part of the show. Just yes. previous, just prior to this, you just listened to him give his indie spotlight. So that's a segment of the show he's going to start doing for us, which can, is awesome. Can I just add about about that about the producer tier? Hmm? We can have more than one. Adrian just confided in me recently. He's a very sensitive man, and he we had like a long hugging session where he cried quite a bit, substantially actually. Um, and I'm kind of surprised because he's like one of those ugly criers, you know, where like you could see it in his face. You're like, oh, yeah, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. No, he got very emotional because he feels so alone in producing this show each and every week that he's like, man, there's just I feel like there's room for more. And I, I think that I agree with you, Adrian. I agree with you. Some of you guys could step up. You could uh, support this show for $15 a month. It's a mere scant couple of bucks. You know, for the price of a couple of cups of coffee, 
collect uh, what two two Starbucks coffees? Two Starbucks coffees. You know, <laughs> I mean, you can support us and make Adrian not so alone in his producing of this world famous podcast. I'm it just is world famous. We are listened to around the world, but. Uh, yeah, so those are our tiers. Remember, you get bonus episodes. You get, uh, uh, I just went blank. You get other stuff. You get things and stuff and things. So go support us over at patreon.com slash supergamerboys um, and uh, be one of the cool ones. I'm just going to leave it at that. Let's get on to the show. <laughs> Alrighty, guys, we're back in the main show here. We've listened to Adrian talk about awesome indie showcase. At least I hope it was awesome. I haven't listened to it yet. Uh, <laughs> we just did the ad break, uh, except for you guys who listen on Patreon. You miss out on that. But uh, which, if you are uh, Adrian, don't listen to the ad. JJ said some horrible things about you. No, I didn't. Kidding. I didn't mean half of what I said, Adrian. I'm just <laughs> just saying. Now it is time. For what you plan. So, JJ, I'm going to ask you the question because I know you have an answer. At least, unless you lied. Unless what I read on the internet is a lie, you have been playing games. So, what you have been playing? I have. I have been playing games. I've been playing a little bit of Spider-Man Miles Morales. Yes, that game is a lot of fun. And you know what? I'm actually getting lost in some of the... Uh, side missions and i'm kind of sad that i didn't give side missions a chance uh in the original spider-man i i did a whole lot of i just i'm sticking with the main storyline getting that through and not going with the side missions i'm having a lot of fun with the side stuff right now hmm. i haven't completed the thing and i know that it's within rasp i think i'm like 50 percent done or 60 percent done so i mean i'm almost there okay uh, that I can complete the game. I'm just really enjoying the side stuff. So yeah. in the next couple of weeks, I should finish the game as far as like the main storyline. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. And I'm trying to get my money's worth out of it. Oh, that's right. I didn't pay for it. Uh, thank you, Patreon supporters. Oh, we're not. This is not part of the ad break, is it? No, that's fine. Hey. No, I, I don't know how often you want me to talk about. All the time. The okay, more people keep... support us, the more cool <laughs> things we can do. Talk about it all the time. Yeah. If, no, you, if, if, if they support us, we can make the show better. So there you go. Okay. Okay. It's on so, you guys. <laughs> so I, I have been playing Spider-Man. I did post that online recently on Instagram and Facebook uh, and the Twitter. I don't know where I all posted it, but I posted it on the social meds. The social meds. On social you media. You, you actually just, all you did was you just typed it into a Google search bar and hit search. I I saw your phone later that afternoon. You thought you posted it, but really you just, it was really funny. It's like, it's like when you go on Facebook and your grandparents are I'm like, like the grandma who, who like, yeah, yeah they, right. they, they think it's a Google search, but really it's a Facebook comment box, like on your status. You're like, grandma, this isn't okay. Fine. And then finally yeah. you just Google it for her and post yeah. the answer. Yeah. That's, that's behind the did. curtain just earlier on today uh, when we were trying to set up some settings uh, before we hit the record button, uh, you were trying to talk me through some of the stuff and uh this is when my age really shows is as you're talking me through the stuff and then i could just i'm asking you questions about what i'm hitting and typing in and you just look down and shook your head several times like this guy's an idiot like a complete <laughs> idiot and like I'm so used to that look in relation to you looking at me thinking of the things that I say and or do 
Uh, but you legitimately like, like he's got to be making this up for comedy, right? And I want so desperately, Garrett, to tell you, yes, yes, I am just doing that because I'm trying to be funny. But in oh, reality, I think second. you and I both know. <laughs> no, I really don't know what the hell I'm doing. Like, I just yeah. don't. It's completely yeah. honest. Uh, I didn't. I didn't get you know uh, the internet. I didn't get texting when that first started happening. I remember telling people who would be texting, "Why are you doing that? What a waste! Why don't you just pick up the phone and call? It's so much faster. That's stupid to sit there with your thumbs and." And now I'm like, oh, it's way easier to text. I don't, I don't want to do the call or whatever. <laughs> yeah. um, so I really debated on sharing this on the show. I'm going to get completely honest. I debated whether to share this. Okay. So yeah, I played some game, but that wasn't the major thing that happened with me over the last couple of weeks. So I've been going through a transformation. And no, I don't mean that I'm changing genders. I'm fine the way that I am. I am all man, let me tell you. Because I pee standing up. Most of the time when I'm not really feeling lazy or super tired in the middle of the night. So I wanted to share that um, I've always made fun of everybody who's ever watched anything Star Wars related. Okay. Like, I know I make fun of everybody for all of your nerdy stuff. And I'm just a nerd of a different caliber, a nerd of a, of a little different flavor. Yeah. Who watches wrestling? Jeez, I, nerd. I love it. I love it. But here's the deal. Um, I always made fun of Star Wars, never cared for any of the movies, laughed at every one of you guys that are like, oh, Boba Fett, well, or whatever. I don't, don't care. You're all nerds and weirdos, right? Until recently, I have completely fallen in love with The Mandalorian. And when I say completely fallen in love with The Mandalorian, I have been binge watching this show like you can't believe. Now, I watched three episodes of it a, a year ago of season one, and it was, oh, it's pretty good. It's okay. And for whatever reason, I had this wild hair where I was like, you know what? I, I only watched like three episodes. I should go back to it. And it just hit for me, man. I, I got into it, and it was like a co-core at a, at a co-core festival. I don't, I don't know if that's a thing, but I was all over that stuff i mean i watched so much of it that i did the thing that you do when you're binge watching a show and you're like okay oh my gosh eight more minutes on this episode and then i'm done <laughs> i gotta be done that's it i'm calling it capping out going to bed going to work whatever the situation was and legitimately so many times that eight minutes would hit here comes another episode. Crap, I got to start just a little bit. I just want to watch a little bit of the next episode. Just a little bit more. And then I'll stop. More. And then pretty soon you're 23 minutes deep and you're like, oh, crap, I got to finish it. That's like a law or something. <laughs> so, yes, folks, I am the worst, the staunchest hater of all nerddom. I am the guy who makes fun of Garrett for painting little figurines in his mom's basement and eating pizza, totina pizza rolls and Yes, that's me. That's who I am, okay? I'm I'm cooler than the other side of the pillow, okay? I know. I know. And don't judge me for this, but I've fallen in love with The Mandalorian. I love the show completely. I love the lore. I love the worlds that, that I love the comedy of it. It's amazing. And I want now, I want now to delve deeper into the Star Wars world. <laughs> I said it. I said it. We got him, boys. We got him. 
We got him. Uh, you heard it here first. Star Wars is bat lizard approved. Uh, <laughs> really? You're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> oh, man, that makes me so happy because Star Wars is one of those things that I am like furiously in love with. Um, when I was a, just a wee little lad and my my father sat me down and handed me a VHS tape and said, here, son, watch this. After you watch these films, you will be a man. And uh, <laughs> that's what I did. And uh, I was obsessed with those three films. And uh, man, I am so happy to hear that you're finally on board. Yeah. Maybe you'll stop 100%. picking on me at least a little bit. Not at and, all. Uh, no, I'm excited. Okay. Okay. Well, no. uh, I, I'm excited for you to dig in deeper because mm-hmm. there's a lot of cool stuff. And honestly, there's a lot of stuff that. I haven't even seen either. There's like uh, some of like the animated series and stuff that I haven't jumped into, which I want to now that I've watched a Man- Mandalorian because there's so many characters and storylines that are coming up in the Mandalorian that refer back to Star Wars, Clone Wars, Star Wars Rebels, like all these like animated series, um, different, uh, some of the old, like, uh, what do they call them now? Legends. Technically they're not like Canon after Disney bought Star Wars. They're not Canon anymore, but Star Wars legends, books, novels, and fiction books from, you know, years past that now kind of play into the Mandalorian. So man, I'm so happy you're on this journey yeah. with me. We're all in this together, all in this together. As the great Zach Efron said one time, <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, it's it's incredible, and like I I do I do make fun of you a lot, and I made fun of a lot of people when I was a kid. Star Wars was very popular. There was a lot of people who loved the movies from the seventies and early eighties. So I grew up with a lot of the kids my age loving it, and I just saw it as like kind of like okay, so it's like you know Star Wars. Who cares? You know, it just was never a it's never a who deal cares? for me, uh, but. In watching this show, and and I again, I don't know if there is this show. It has to be. There's something about this show, this character. When I first started watching it, how am I going to be able to to fall in love with this lead character who you don't really ever see his face? You know, because uh, the face is is like the window of the soul. This is where you're seeing all the emotions and and stuff like that. And it's like you know what, that kind of goes away where you truly, you, you fall in love with this character for who he is and who he stands up to be and, you know, how, how good he is inside and how uh, paternal he is over like the baby Yoda and stuff like that. It's, it's just a, an incredible thing uh, to watch like a guy who have honor uh, on a TV show because it's something that's lost. You don't get to see a whole lot of. So it's a show that like I'm proud of to watch. I'm happy that the kids walk in and I'm like not freaking out of my guys go out of the room, you know? And yeah. so I could be like, Lee, come over here and watch this show. And I think that he would like it. Now I haven't let him watch it yet, but it's not that I'm against it, you know? So I can yeah. see him totally loving the characters. I'm just trying not to have to buy a bunch of like figurines and crap like that. You know what I mean? So if I let him watch it, I'm going to be buying all kinds of crap. I don't want to buy crap. I understand. <laughs> Oh man! So speaking of uh, the Mandalorian and Pedro Pascal, he is the guy who plays the Mandalorian, like the main guy, Din Jaren, I think is his name. Um, total. This was the most bonkers experience. Is over the weekend, Trudy and I watched Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. 
Um, so the new sequel to Wonder Woman. Uh, <laughs> and he, I did not know, I did not realize he's in it. So it's totally bonkers crazy to see him go from playing this like very like quiet, reserved, honorable Mandalorian cares about this baby Yoda, like all this stuff too. Like he plays the most wild, charismatic, crazy TV personality. Like, like his hair is like bleach blonde. I mean, it's just like the craziest thing. Like to see Pedro Pascal, like two ends of the spectrum here. Him like going from like, yeah, this dark brooding Mandalorian, like soldier, like warrior to like, Hey, I'm this crazy goof. Kind of sounds like someone else I know. Uh, crazy, goofy entertainer, you know? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, a little bit, basically. I kind of want to watch that movie now. He was basically being you. Um, let me tell you what. Uh, I would highly recommend to not watch Wonder Woman 1984. Mm. It is not good. Um, oh, wow. And did you like the original one that they did a couple years ago? Uh. Yes, for a DC movie, I thought it was one of the better ones up until the end. And that's what a lot of people had issue with is like a great movie up until the end. It feels like the ending, there's a big fight that happens that feels very tacked on, um, not really well fleshed out. And even like the look of it as far as like um, uh, like animation and special effects and stuff like that. It was just DC in general is not having a hot streak with their movies um at all like it seems like this is one bummer after another um and unfortunately this is another one of those um the story in some places just doesn't add up uh it doesn't really feel like a superhero movie a lot of the time like trudy even turned to me afterwards she's like i felt like more like a rom-com at points like it was like very weird <laughs> like um yeah it does it just missed on a lot of fronts for me uh and it's yeah even more interesting like trudy to be like yeah, that was fine. Like I thought, if anything, afterwards, I'm like, I didn't like it, but I'm sure she loved it. She's like, nah, it was, it was whatever. Um, so yeah, it was a really bum big bummer. But I thought it was so funny, like, because she Trudy noticed it first. She's like, that's the Mandalorian. That's Pedro Pascal. I'm like, no, yeah, no, is it? Oh man, it is. It was like the most bizarre thing because he's just like, hey, everybody, blah, 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 like on TV, just going crazy. It's like, oh, wow, okay. That's not like at all like who I picture him. I don't know. There's a certain actors where I just assume in real life, there's like certain characters they play, and I'm like, oh, that's them in real life. Like they're just playing themselves there. In reality, they're not, but there's a certain actors where I just attribute like, oh, that's, that's, you know, that's what they're like. And, you know, Pedro Pascal for me has only been the Mandalorian. That's the only thing I can think of that he, I've seen him in. So yeah, it's just really funny. But don't watch Wonder Woman 1984. It's not good. I mean, if you have HBO Max, go ahead and watch it because it's free. Don't rent it. It's not worth it. It's not good. DC <laughs> movies are not good yet. Like they haven't figured it out, unfortunately. Um, it's a bummer. It's sad. What about uh, Aquaman? A lot of people seem to like Aquaman. I haven't seen any of any of those movies like Aquaman, have, Wonder Woman. So that's, I think that's the only other one I haven't seen is Aquaman. Um, so I don't know. I don't know about that one, but yeah, everything else so far has been, I, I, I enjoyed Batman versus Superman, but I know it's a bad movie. I just like it because of like the random cheesy parts, like the, the parts that most people think are like dumb and cheesy. I'm like, nah, I thought that was kind of fun, but I know it's bad. <laughs> See, and I am a huge fan of Man of Steel. 
I thought that Man of Steel was a good movie. And I know like not a lot of people like that movie, but I, I grew up a huge Superman fan, loved all the Christopher Reeves movies. So I thought Man of Steel was really good. And that's that was the last good DC movie that I've seen. Hmm. Okay. I, I, I saw that, but it was like forever, whenever it came out. Like it's been a long time. I haven't rewatched it. So that might be one I need to go check out again. But uh, yeah, as far as what I've been playing though, because this is what you've been playing, uh, I have played a lot of Raft. So if you guys have been paying attention to our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash the super gamer boys i uh have been streaming some raft with my brother when he was visiting the last couple weeks uh we played a couple times i was originally playing alone and it was fine it was fun but once you jump on there with friends holy cow that game is so much fun uh, i really enjoyed it it was it was a blast playing with jake um and we're getting like really far in some of the research developments and stuff like that so for those of you that don't know raft is a survival game the game literally starts and I might, I don't think I've talked about this on an episode. You start on like a little raft. It's like four foot by four foot. That's it. So it's me and my brother, like two people standing on this little four by four raft. And there's literally just like boards and plastic and stuff, just junk floating in the ocean. You got to collect it. You can collect these things to build things, whether you're expanding the raft. So you're making platforms, making your raft a little bigger, uh, making a paddle, making a spear. There's a shark that follows you around the whole game that you got to like defend. That'll eat parts of your boat off. So you got to like kill him and or like poke him and prod him and get scare him away so he doesn't destroy your boat. Um, there is a story to it, from what I understand, because uh, they just released Chapter Two on Steam. Uh, so it's a PC game as well. So if you're curious and wanting to play, it's on PC. Uh, you can get it through Steam. Uh, but it's, uh, we have not gotten much of the story at this point. Um, but yeah, apparently as you go, as you research things, you're expanding your boat. Uh, there's some, some neat stuff. So yeah, like you literally, there's a food and like a hunger and thirst bar. So if you start getting hungry, like your character slows down, you got to like go fish and catch some food and cook it up on a little fire pit that you have on your raft, um, for water. We actually just built a new water filtration system that uses, um, like evaporation so it's like a new evaporation tank because before we had to boil our water now it's just we can dump it in a bucket it evaporates up on the glass like falls down in another container so it gets really cool like really in like really like in depth with uh some of the cool things that you can research and, and make in the game um someone else likened it to like oh it's a minecraft but you're but on the ocean like you're in the middle of the ocean so you can build and do whatever you want but now it's all what's the using aesthetic scrap is it like an 8-bit type of thing, like a Minecraft or like an Animal no, no, no. Crossing it's, or? No, think like it's it's pretty realistic. Uh, I would say like it's not meant to look like a cyberpunk or like a Call of Duty. It's like it's really it's high fidelity, but like with a slightly cartoony look to it. So think like HD. So it's not don't think like Animal Crossing cartoony. Think like more like Pixar. Okay. So okay. where like it's meant to look real, but there's like just certain like like and, and you don't really notice it when you're looking at a tree or when you're looking at your boat or at the water. It's a shark. You only notice it when you look at the other character and like, oh, OK, like, yeah, it's a little bit of like a like a caricature, a little bit of like a person. Um, but everything else looks pretty. It, you know what it looks like a lot, a lot like um, if you've ever seen or played, played Sea of Thieves. It's similar to that art style. Ah. Um, so where everything looks pretty realistic, but that just the characters a little like can be cartoony or caricatures and stuff, which so, you don't see characters that often. So but. side side track real quick on uh, 
on Animal Crossing. Lee got a copy of Animal Crossing for Christmas um, from the greatest dad of all time, me. And so yeah. he loves the game. He's just, he's in love with the game. He's just enjoying the heck out of it. He's wanted it for a while. And uh, so he's, he's like, hey, dad, I want, you, I want you to check this game out. So I looked at it and tried to pretend like I was interested, you know. And so I'm looking at this game while he's playing it. And he's just showing me how he's walking around. And like, there's other characters walking in the background, like a panda walking over. And like, I just, I don't know how the game works, but I'm trying to be a butthead, you know, as I do. And so I said, like, dude, go over and kill him right now. Kill that guy. Go, go. Like, hit him in the head. And, like, he had, like, a fishing pole. He's like, oh, Dad, you can't do that. And I'm like, do it anyway, dude. It's going to piss him off. Go for it. And he's like, Dad, Dad, you can't hit any characters. And I'm like, I ain't stupid, dude. Go over there and kick that guy. Just do it. See what happens. You know, and, like, I don't know why. I just got such a kick out of that because he was, like, kind of arguing with me about, Dad, you can't. That's not how it works, Dad. And I'm like, you don't know that. Just go do it. Watch. You know, <laughs> I don't know why it made me think of that. Like, that's just the kind of stuff that the interactions that I have with them is stuff like that. Yeah. See, that's why I wish you had a PC. Cause yeah, if you were playing raft with us, I just guarantee it'd be just a garbage truck on fire. Like it'd be so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> just, you, I just imagine you falling in the ocean, like all the time getting attacked by the shark. Yeah. Uh, accidentally like lighting the boat on fire. Like that's the type of shenanigans I would hope for if you played with us. So. You know, that's like the third time in the last two weeks that somebody has said that I'm kind of like a garbage truck on fire, Garrett. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I would like to thank oh, you. My friend. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Um, and then last night I played about two hours of Ghost of Tsushima. So I got that for Christmas. I'm really excited about that. Um, I was hoping to play a bit of it because, like Thursday, we're actually doing Game of the Year contender stuff for our, um, you know, our top picks. And uh, I didn't hadn't wasn't really interested at first. And then Zetch talked up. I got interested, but then I just have in the budget to buy. But for Christmas, I got it. I'm like, oh, awesome. So I'm only just now firing it up. I'm obviously not going to be able to finish it by the time we do our Game of the Year discussion. But I want to get a good chunk of it done because. Um, I mean, so far I've played two hours. I'm like, okay, I'm loving the combat so far. Uh, the story seems interesting. And let me tell you, it's beautiful on a PS4 Pro. It looks real dang good. So, um, yeah, tune in on uh, Thursday and see if I uh, add it to my list or not for, for my 2020 game of the year, to, you know, top five or something. Because, uh, yeah, I'm, I have enjoyed what I've played so far of that. So, sweet. Yeah. Well, uh, that's all I got. Well, that's a lie. I have more that I've been playing, but you guys don't want to hear about me getting into Pokemon cards again. So. No, we really don't. Uh, okay, it's time to go. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. Yay! We'll, we'll talk about that another time. How no, we I'm, won't. No, we my really won't. How my brother-in-law bought me a bunch of Pokemon cards for Christmas, and now I'm back in it hard. That's right. <laughs> If you want to play me, I'm also playing on Pokemon uh, TCGO, the trading card game online. Hit me up for my username. You can find me over at Discord or on any social media at gmorlang. Um, but uh, anyways, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. We so, so appreciate all of you. Um, sorry again for skipping last week. Like I said at the top of the show, we are exhausted. We are very busy with family stuff. And uh, also there was no news. So um, thanks for bearing with us. Uh, I'm glad I was able to like fire up a stream though. I, that, I like having that flexibility. Like we don't do a show, but I was able to stream last week and I feel like you guys are still getting content. You can still come hang out with me. Um, maybe JJ, if he decides to, you know, tune into a stream once in a while, well, I was actually, we'll I was actually just going to 
going to get into that right now. I have I have jumped on some of the streams that you doing. It's just a couple. You know, I've said some yeah. stuff. And then I've left, you know, I dropped the hot one and yeah. then walked away. You, know, you usually I, like say something really mean about me and then I respond back and you're already gone. So you don't hear me like <laughs> rebut at all. You're just like, there's you know, no need drop in that. it in peace. There's no need in that. But I do want to share with you. I, I've shared with you personally, Garrett. I just recently picked up a PS5 camera. And so I will be jumping on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash the super gamer boys. And I will be streaming very soon. Um, one of the things that I'm going to be streaming um, is I'm going to be streaming my son, Lee and I, Lee teaching me how to play Fortnite. And so I cannot stand this game. I have uh, no ability in this game. I am a <laughs> dumpster truck on fire with this game. And so I can't build and shoot. It should be a lot of fun as my son yells at me about what a bot I am and how I'm a noob. So Lee is going to be <laughs> teaching me how to play Fortnite, and we figured that might be kind of a fun thing for us to stream. Um, so we'll be looking for that shortly. Probably going to be coming up this weekend for the first time. Um, so we will try to put it on some of the social media sites. Nice. That's exciting. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for that when, when JJ goes live with Fortnite, I guess. That'll be interesting. Um, remember, if you love what we do and want to support us, help us make bigger and better, better things for you guys, for the listeners and the viewers, patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Support us over there. Just a buck a month. You can get our episodes early and ad-free, all the way up to 15 bucks a month. Remember, Adrian's lonely up there at the top. He needs, he needs some friends. So uh, support us over there patreon.com slash super gamer boys you can also head over to sgbstore.com get your sweet super gamer boys merch got some mugs going up in here uh and i'm not wearing my shirt or anything like that we have t-shirts we got mugs we got blankets we got posters we got uh stickers go over there buy some sweet merch oh face mask i think it's what a, it's up there for like eight or nine bucks or something like that it's the most comfortable if, if you hate wearing face mask Go buy ours. That's not even a joke. I bought one. I instantly fell in love with it. I'm like, holy cow, I'm not ever wearing any other face mask again. This thing is so soft, so comfy. And then even to the point where I convinced my wife, I'm like, just try it. Try mine on. She put it on. She's like, holy cow, like it's so nice. So she wears Super Gamer Waste mask all over the place, which is That's awesome. That's awesome. So sgbstore.com. Go get a mask with uh, our uh, uh, game button print with our logo on the front. It's super soft, super cozy super breathable and uh just like eight or nine bucks or something like that it's super affordable super affordable uh rate and review us over on your favorite podcast app on youtube if you could smash that like button subscribe to our channel ring that bell that way you get all the notifications letting you know when the next episodes are going live if there's any bonus episodes whatever's going on you want to make sure you, you're stayed up to date with that so remember subscribe on your podcast subscribe on youtube you can find us during the week at supergamerboys.com, uh, Twitter and Instagram at supergamerboys, facebook.com slash supergamerboys. I am on Twitter and Instagram at gmorelang, and you can find JJ over I, on Twitter and Instagram I'm at... I'm on Twitter and Instagram at JJ Purdom, and don't forget this Thursday, check us out, twitch.tv slash thesupergamerboys as we talk about the game of the year. Game of the year, baby. Uh, thank you to Star Andrews for our logo. You can check her out on Instagram at Ground Floor Graphics and Facebook.com slash Ground Floor Graphics. All right. That is all I have. All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for joining us right here this week on the Super Gamer Boys. I am the invariable, is that a word? JJ Purdom, and he is the captain of the ship, 
Garrett, <clears throat> tight pants, more lang. Why did you put tight pants as your nickname? It's weird. It so, auto-corrected, sorry. Okay, that's just weird. It, it was supposed to say something else, but now it's awkward to say, so okay. let's just move on. And we are the Super Gamer Boys. And we will catch you on the flippity flop. Oh, thank God, I got to crap so bad. of McDonald's sausage. It's enough to make you crave your favorite breakfasts. Enough to head over to McDonald's. Enough to make you really wish this commercial were scratch and sniff. And if you're a sausage person, now get two satisfyingly savory sausage McGriddles, sausage biscuits, or sausage burritos for just $3.33. Or mix and match. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.